Hey, my name is Elisa Kay, and I'm here to teach you how to rise above the noise and say yes to owning an unforgettable, impact-making business. On this podcast, you'll learn how to harness the power of your unique story and use magnetic marketing tools so that you can confidently own your place in your industry. Get ready to transform your marketing to reach more people and finally feel authentically you online. It's time to grow your business with purpose. This is the Own Your Message podcast. You're listening to the Modern Coach Podcast, episode number five. Selling is spammy. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, my name is Elisa Kay, and you're about to learn the new way that coaches are building thriving businesses online by rising out from the shadows, owning who they are, and finally understanding the business of coaching. Get ready, because this is where we shed the old age thinking of coaches everywhere and say yes to owning a happy, healthy business that not only impacts people everywhere, but gives you the freedom to do what you want, when you want. This is the Modern Coach Podcast. Welcome, welcome. Okay, so today's episode is one about sales. And I love, 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 love talking about selling. I think that's because it's such a controversial topic in our industry. And we've sort of, we've touched upon that in previous episodes so far. But I think dedicating a whole episode about this and going deeper into our understanding of why, you know, selling a spammy, of understanding where that thought process came from and essentially how to start to see selling in a different light is so, so, so important because so many people think that, you know, they have a money mindset issue that if only that money candle worked, if only they could tap on all of their hidden, you know, childhood beliefs, if only their mum didn't say this, this and this, if only their dad wasn't, you know, such a dick, if only, if only, if only. And I think that a lot of us mistake, you know, our quote-unquote money mindset issues to the the fear that we have around selling, to the fear that we have around our offer being worthy of investment. And I think that it is a very important distinction because so many coaches fall into this trap of thinking that their offer is exactly and directly linked to their intrinsic value as a person. So I think that all of this and a few other points make up this industry myth that selling is spammy and how many of us get, you know, 10 plus DMs every single day of another pitch, right? A cold DM pitch. There's nothing worse, like nothing worse than seeing like the, hey girl, can I give you an opportunity? Uh, no, you can't. Go away, right? <laughs> and I think so many of us are, are scared of being that coach, the person that is DMing people cold, the, the person that is just like, just being so, so dickish about their approach to selling. And that doesn't mean that everyone in the world is a terrible salesperson and it does not mean that you need to be one of those people, right? It just means that there are, you know, that there are people in this world who don't understand how to sell properly. That does not mean that you have to be one of them, all right? So let's take it back a notch. When we talk about selling, I think a lot of the time we are under this misconception that what we have to offer the world is our value as a person, our value as a coach. And I fully, firmly 
1000% believe that you as a person have unlimited value. Your offer is valued at whatever it's valued at, and it has nothing to do with you as a person. It has nothing to do with you as an expert. And I think that sometimes we forget that, you know, just because someone said no to your coaching package, it just means that you either haven't articulated the the offer properly, you haven't articulated everything that is in there, everything that is worth, everything that is going to get them after they've done your process system, whatever, or it's just not the right offer for that person, Or, you know, there is a whole other myriad of things that could be happening. But in my experience, it's one of those two things. They've either not seen the value in it because you haven't articulated it, or it's just not the right offer for them. And that's okay too. It just means that they're not your soulmate client. Whereas what I think we do as as coaches is we internalize every single no and we make it mean that we are a terrible human who will never sell anything again because this one person has said no. Right? And that's just not true. That That feels ridiculous even saying. And I think that, you know, a lot of us internalize every single no and it just triggers so much rejection in us and it triggers so many buttons. And, you know, I think that's such a fascinating thing because I love to sell. I've always loved to sell. I've always loved to make money. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, I like to have options and I think money gives you options. There is absolutely nothing that I think is bad, wrong or evil about this. Whereas I think a lot of people have been told that like making money is bad and it's this and it's that. And I think, you know, there are so many different cycles that we can be in. But when we think about selling, I think a lot of people think, well, I just have a money mindset issue. I just, you know, if only I could sell this thing and feel confident doing it. Don't get me wrong, like no one likes rejection. But that doesn't mean that it should stop you from selling your services, from selling your your offer. It's not that you're not a badass and it's not that people shouldn't say yes to working with you. Of course they will. But I think if everyone is saying yes to working with you, then there should be alarm bells going off. If everyone is saying yes, then it it means one of two things. Your offer is either too low, as in the the investment is too low in terms of working with you. Or, like, something else has gone wrong. I've never, ever seen a super successful person where every single person has said yes to working with them. And, like, case in point, we talked about Tony Robbins a few episodes ago. And whenever I go to UPW, uh, or any other Tony event for that matter, it's really fascinating watching him sell. Like, if you've ever been to any TR event, you know that there is a lot of selling that goes on. And I love it. I love watching himself and every single event that I go to whether it's you know a Tony event or whether it's a different event from a different entrepreneur my favorite part is watching the pitch because seeing the pitch in action and seeing the ways that people put those words together and seeing how they perform at their highest level when they're making that offer with just absolute certainty, absolute clarity is one of my favorite things. It's like the height of marketing, in my opinion, is watching that pitch. And I think that in those moments is when we see how much of a badass a person is. Because if, like, it's even scary to me today to think about, okay, if I have a thousand people in an audience and me making the pitch from stage, like, that's still a terrifying thought for me. And I think there are going to be levels no matter where you're at in your coaching career, where it is going to feel scary making that offer and it is going to feel like uncomfortable and it is going to feel a little bit like rejection and it's going to be emotionally draining. And that's okay. It just means that your body's not used to stretching those muscles. It's not used to asking for the sale. 
And I think that that's what you're doing. You're asking. You're not telling people. You're not forcing people to invest in you. And I think this is something that we always forget. Like, I'm not in the business of convincing people to pay me. I never have been. I never will be. In fact, like, I prefer the, well, here's what I have for you. If that's of interest, like, let me know. That's all it has to be. It doesn't have to be any more complicated than that. Whereas I think a lot of people come at it from this, like, pushy energy of, like, I have to convince you I'm desperate. And therefore, I have to desperately convince you to say yes to me. And I always find that fascinating that you can smell desperation on people even even without knowing whether they, you know, like even without knowing what's going on in their life, you can see the posts on Facebook that reek of desperation. You can see the posts on Facebook that reek of uncertainty. And I think you can probably sense from mentors that you spoke to in the past where someone is desperate. There is just something off about it. And I think that's an interesting thing to examine as well. Like, what is the energy that you're bringing to the conversations and what is your energy around selling? Do you like being sold to? Do you like watching people sell? Do you enjoy watching pitches? Are you the person that skips, you know, turns off a webinar when the pitch comes because you're like, oh, fuck this shit. I've heard it all before. Or are you the person that's fascinated? Are you the person that's like, oh, I could learn something from this girl, from this guy? Are you the person who is like, this is fascinating. Like, let's see psychology at work. Because I think that's the biggest distinction that I see between coaches is like even at events, specifically at events, when you're like, oh, this again, fucking pitch. Whereas I'm sat there being like, let me take up some notes. Like, what's the language that they're using? Like, yes, just show me how you like to sell. It's one of my favorite bits ever. Because I don't believe that selling is spammy because I can see that, you know, the people that say yes to certain offers their lives will be changed because they've put their money where their mouth is. And I think this is something that we forget, that the transformation comes with a transaction. That's not a saying that I've necessarily come up with. That's one of my mentors. His name is James Wedmore. He says this, the transformation comes with the transaction. And I love that. I love that saying because it's so, so true. How many times have you thought about doing something in your business and it was until you invested money and put your money where your mouth is when you saw the transformation. I know that it's nine times out of 10. For me, that's where it happens. That's where the the true change comes to be. And I think that we, we undersell ourselves. We forget that part of being a business owner means selling, means asking for money. If you do not have money in your business, if you don't have money in your bank account, to sustain your business, if you don't have the systems and the strategies in place to have a healthy blood flow, aka money, in your business, then you do not have a business, you have a very expensive hobby. And I think so many coaches fall into this trap where they just, they sort of bumble along like, la 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 la, you will make money someday. And no, I don't know how much money I've made this month and I'm not even looking at it. And I'm like, do we not think that you're complicated relationship with money is directly a reflection of how you are managing it in your business. If you have no clue as to how many, you know, potential people you have in your business and how many potential sales you could be making and you don't know your numbers and you don't know anything about anything in terms of money, like you're avoiding looking at it, that is not a money mindset problem. That's a you don't have a plan and strategy in place. <laughs> like, you don't need another money mindset course to tell you that. I think the best money mindset quote-unquote advice I got from, from a money mentor was this. Like, have you actually, when was the last time you looked at your money? Do you have a money date in place? And these are like really, really simple things that you can Im- 
implement, right, without doing tapping on it or without, you know, doing Reiki or healing or whatever. Like, I think a lot of us just are, are not taught to properly manage our money. Then we're not taught to think about these things. And therefore, we're taught things that are opposite. We're taught things like selling is spammy and, oh my God, look at that used car salesman, yada, yada, yada. Yet your dad bought the used car salesman's car, right? Your mom bought the magazine. Your mom bought the, the makeup that made her feel a certain way, right? We might say nasty things about people who've sold to us, but we're still using the products and we're enjoying the benefits. So it's like, well, is it a used car salesman or actually is it a useful profession that lots of people have benefited from? Look, there are always going to be bad guys in every single industry. And I think that one of the ways to start to reframe your relationship with selling is to think about it like this, like selling is of service. If I'm giving someone the opportunity to invest in working with me, I am doing them a favor because I know for a fact that whenever my clients invest in working with me, their lives change. Whether that's due to the bank account rising, hopefully every single time, or whether that's due to their relationship with their partner being better, their relationship with their kids, their relationship with time. Like some of my clients make less money, but they have so much better balance in their lives that they don't care. They don't care about the money, right? Because they have other things that they've always been craving. And I think, you know, every single business is going to be different. That doesn't mean that you as a coach, particularly if you're in the business space, right? Some of my clients, as I say, like double their revenue. And that's great. Some of them don't. That's also fine. My job as a coach is to give people the blueprint to help them see things differently. And it's to guide them onto whatever the next best path is. I can't do that if people are not paying me for my expertise. I can't do that if people are not investing in themselves because they're not committed and I think this industry perpetuates bartering, it perpetuates doing favors for each other, it perpetuates essentially giving your services away for free and like, get ready, buckle up because this is going to blow your freaking mind. I think bartering is the worst thing that you could possibly ever, ever do in your business. Bartering is like the root of all coaching evil as far as I'm concerned. And I want every single person in the planet, on the planet, to stop bartering their coaching services, to stop doing free coaching for people who are not committed. If you have not invested, you have not committed. And there are obviously exceptions to every single rule. And I don't like to talk in absolutes because I don't think that anything is really absolute. But ultimately, if you want to be making the most amount of impact, someone needs to be committed. Someone needs to be committed to getting the transformation. One of the best ways that we have been all trained from a very young age to be committed is to put money behind it. So if you're not willing to invest in yourself, how can you ever be expecting people to invest in you? If you're not willing to examine how you view selling are you really likely to attract those ideal soulmate people who are happy to be sold to? If you're not willing to look at what are your money habits and how do you spend your money, do you not think that you're going to attract very much the same types of people into your business? Like one of the best, I think, things that ever happened to me was working in the tutoring space because I could just see the level of abundance that these very, very, very wealthy people, like people who have more money than they know what to do with, had and it was such a great experience for me at a young age to see that like 
the martyrdom was not required. Like, people are spending more money on, like, one fork than I have <laughs> made in my entire life. And isn't that really cool? Isn't that, isn't that really fascinating that there is a business that makes these super expensive forks, <laughs> number one? And isn't it fascinating that there are people in the world that are willing to buy them? And isn't it fascinating that there is this divide? And isn't it fascinating? Like, like, how are you approaching that situation? When I said that, did it trigger something in you? And did you say to yourself, like, fuckers, like, yes, how unfair is that? Or, or were you coming from the same place as me? Like, that's really fascinating. And I'm interested in finding out more. Because I think that we convince ourselves that we have these money mindset issues. And a lot of the time it's a strategy problem. And particularly when it comes to selling, right? I do think that it is a mindset game. And I do think that a lot of the things that we think are a money mindset issue are not. And a lot of the stuff that we think is just a strategy problem, particularly when it comes to sales. Like, well, can you help me? Like, a lot of people say this to me. Elisa, can you help me sell in a way that isn't salesy? Can you help me come out of my shell? Can you help me create a marketing system? And I hate to break it to you, but whether it's a webinar or a launch, a phone call, a, I don't know, a song that you sing to your potential clients, it all leads to the sale. Like, you as a business owner need to be comfortable selling. Otherwise, you will not have a sustained and happy, healthy business. Sales is part of business. And let's just get comfortable with owning the fact that you can monetize anything. And let's get comfortable with the fact that, you know, we live in a world where people make more money selling their used underwear than, you know, a professional doctor who's had 20 years of training. That's a fact of life. <laughs> And you can either choose to see that as evil and spammy or you can choose to pay attention to that as that, oh, well, where where is the opportunity that I'm missing? That doesn't mean that you now have to sell your dirty underwear. It just means that, like, people have monetized weird shit before. And can you not be making more money as a coach? Of course you can, right? We can all be making more money in doing, you know, the genius things that we want to do. But And it doesn't mean that it's spammy to do that or want to do that. It just means that you haven't learned the skills yet to be able to present that to your audience in a way that feels good to you, right? So therefore, I think that the myth that selling is spammy, that it's bad, that it's this, that it's that, we want to pay attention to that and, and we want to just examine where is our mindset when it comes to thinking about sales and how can we start to make those moves to make it less so like you know in one of my programs we have sales call training and we literally you know like mastermind and practice asking for the sale you know and with my one-to-one -one clients we talk about sales and we talk about like their earliest experiences and we talk about what's the mindset we tap we do EFT tapping on not feeling a certain way about sales there are so many great resources out there that will help you really uncover and see what are the things that are holding you back from really being who you need to be. And one of those things, one of the most pivotal key things, which is why we're talking about it today, is owning your badassery and understanding that your work changes lives and that you not asking for the sale is doing a disservice to the other person who needs you right now. 
you not being sure about your own expertise and you sort of like arming and ahhing and sort of like meandering around the problem that you solve versus just saying to people, I help you do this and you're an idiot if you don't invest in me. And I say this to clients all the time and they laugh and they're like, you can't really feel that way, but I really do. I feel that. If you are not willing to invest in working with me, you're an idiot because I make people's lives better. (laughs) And I know for a fact that you do too. So why wouldn't my clients want to pay me? Why wouldn't that be the payment that they are most excited to make every single month? Why wouldn't they be ecstatic that I'm giving them the opportunity to invest in themselves every single month? I know for a fact that when I've committed to coaching with coaches and it's stretched me to my limit, I've had to figure it out. That's one way of doing things. It's not necessarily how I would recommend doing things today, but that was one of the ways that I up-leveled, right? So you can play around with how you're viewing money and how you're viewing sales and you can make decisions accordingly. It can feel really light and easy and breezy and like, ooh, I've paid that and it's, you know, and it's taken care of. It can feel like, ooh, that's a stretch that's going to, push me out of my comfort zone or it can feel like a 20 you know million other different ways for me though paying attention to how I was viewing sales and paying attention to how I was making my payments and from which position was I making my decisions was I making my decisions based on the future where I wasn't making more money and I wasn't going to be successful and I wasn't going to do the things that I wanted to do Or was I making decisions based on the future of anything is possible, I'm going to be a badass coach, this is meant for me, sales is of high service and and worthy of massive compensation is another affirmation that I really love, Um, that my coaching changes lives. Am I making decisions from that place? Because those two different points are very, very different energy and very, very different perspectives to lead your business from. And here is the truth. If you do not view sales as fun, easy, and breezy, if you do not view sales as something that just happens in your business, you will never ever become a successful coach. I have never met a successful business person who didn't love to sell or who didn't love to have money in their business account. Money is one of those things that makes everything run. And no, it does not solve all of the world's problems, but it's pretty good to have options. So, If you are not willing to look at that relationship with money and to look at your relationship with selling, then we have to talk, my friend, (laughs) because your business deserves to have enough money to be able to run and sustain itself. And while you're kidding yourself about it's the funnel, it's the this, it's the lead magnet, I need to do a launch, I need to do invest in this, blah, 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 blah. And you're not putting sales at the forefront of your coaching business. You're doing yourself, your clients, and your future clients a disservice. So I hope you loved this episode. I hope that you have a look at your relationship with selling. And I hope that you come over into my Instagram DMs and tell me what exactly are you selling right now? What is your relationship with sales been like? And what has this episode brought up for you. I would love to know. I'm at Elisa K Coaching and I'll speak to you in my DMs. But for now, I'll speak to you in the next episode. Are you stuck in a loop of cookie cutter content feeling like you can't find your voice or the confidence to show up authentically? Good news, Magnetic Mavens is here to help you be unforgettable. 
Our membership will get you to break free from the monotony of copycat content and find your unique power story. In this membership, you'll create a consistent writing habit to stay ahead of your content creation and take back control of your plan without any of the overwhelm. It's time to leave the bland and boring content behind and own your message with integrity and fun. Join the Magnetic Mavens today. Head to alisa-k.com forward slash magnetic to register right now.